Hello and welcome back to another episode of QDT. I'm Troy. I'm Raina. Grab your gloves to hold your mugs because the tea is hot. Today we're sipping on a special episode of Parenting. Um, the format for today is that we have eight traits that we've seen in our parents personally, and we all rank them individually. Um, and we're going to start off from the worst trait that we've seen um, to the least bad trait. And then if you guys want, you can follow along. There's a little, um, you guys can see them on your screen. So, yeah. So um, we're going to start off with the best trait of them. So the eighth one. Um, So, guys, what did you guys have for your eighth trait? Okay, for me, for my eighth trait, the one that I don't think is the worst among the eight is the superiority complex. And that's because I think it's kind of inevitable with parents because they're obviously going to have some form of a hierarchy as them being your parents. And just in comparison to like the other traits, I don't find it to be the most destructive in the long term, if that makes sense. It's kind of inevitable. It's a little bit permissible. Like they have like a certain right to feel that way. It's obviously not good, but it's not the worst. I I get that. I think for me i said being too strict like i grew up with really strict parents and um i think it's not it's like the best out of all of the traits just because i feel like it does the least damage like I, okay so like i missed out on being able to do a lot of things as a kid which is true which hurt because i missed out on so much it feels like but then like I also was able, like, to gain some, like, better qualities. Like, I feel like I'm a disciplined person. Like, I'm not out here, like, wilding out like some other kids my age because they don't know how to act because their parents didn't discipline them. So there's obviously, like, some negatives to being too strict, obviously, which I'm still suffering from today. But I would say being too strict is probably, like, not as bad out of all of them, you know? Yeah, I agree. I also had that being too strict was my last trait only because, like, Also, the same thing that you said, I also grew up with really strict parents. And, like, the thing about it is my sister and me are completely different people, but we both grew up with the same, like, parenting style. Like, she's more, like, wild still, like, regardless of, like, my parents' strictness. And, like, I'm more, like, reserved. So I think, like, your kid is going to be who they're going to be regardless. But, like, putting, like, rules in place, like, even if they're a little bit too strict at times, I think putting those rules in place, like, at least formulates, like, some level of respect, like, that they'll have for themselves with people around them. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with all those points too. And being too strict was like pretty low on my list as well. It just like wasn't the lowest, but yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. So for my number seven then is I put being too lenient and then I had being too um, being too strict as my number six. The reason why I think being too lenient is just not as bad as being too strict is because I feel like sometimes when parents are too strict, then their kids will go out and do things, like, later once they're not under their parents' rule, you know, and then kind of just, like, run back and just go on a tangent. But if you have parents that are really lenient and you're, like, going off and doing all these things super early, I feel like your parents are a lot more approachable to go to. So, like, if you do run into issues with you know, drinking, drugs, that kind of thing, because your parents are super lenient, I think they'd be open to having those discussions with you, like, while you're under the roof, as opposed to, like, doing it in secret, and then not wanting them to find out because they're too strict. Yeah, 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 I agree with that. I think, like, for me, though, I I put number eight, sorry, I put, like, that as my number seven, like, setting expectations too high, 
just because yeah it's kind of like detrimental because like your kid is always going to feel like inadequate in a sense but at the same time it does teach them how to deal with failure and disappointment because you're never going to be able to meet their expectations of other like you know what I mean so like it's kind of like a lesson for them on like how to fail and like what to do when you do fail because you are going to fail and not reach their reach their expectations but then it also like kind of gives them like a gauge as to how to set goals for themselves like sometimes like my parents set like pretty high expectations for me that I didn't you know like meet so like I had to like learn how to deal with the disappointment and deal with you know failure and stuff like that so like it's it, like it's, it's still toxic it's still very much toxic but <laughs> I think it's I put it like lower on my list for those reasons like for those reasons you know yeah uh, I also had being too lenient like um Jana did as my number seven um <clears throat> I mostly put it there I thought that being too strict was better than being too lenient only because like that open forum is like <clears throat> beneficial with a certain type of kid but like if your kid's like just like what like kind of like off the wall regardless <clears throat> then they're gonna hide things from you and then they'll still talk to you about some things but I don't know I feel like setting those boundaries is like a healthy way to like <clears throat> parent a kid regardless of like how they are so I think like being too lenient like too um <clears throat> like wishy-washy on like the way that you like parent your kids it kind of like it doesn't give them structure so like then they grow up and they don't really know like like there's no rules so it's like why would I follow rules outside of the house if I don't follow them inside the house yeah but then as for your like setting expectations too high I had that one for my number six um because I think that's really bad for I think like it varies like sometimes people set like deep like moderately high expectations and then sometimes like parents expect you to like exceed like even things they could reach and I think like that's just I think that's really toxic for like a kid to like especially when you're at a young age yeah to know that you're disappointing your parents constantly because you're just like doing your best but it's not like perfection so I thought that was worse than too lenient and too strict because of that yeah I understand that I would say like for my number six I put um the superiority complex like what Jana mentioned earlier just because like I just like for some parents they just like go off on a tangent when it comes to their authority like they use their position of power as being the parent to like use that as an excuse for their behavior like they'll say certain things or do certain things like well it's my house like I'm gonna do what I want like you know how it is so I put that as my number six just because it can cause like a power shift within the relationship so the child doesn't feel like um they have like any say in anything at all like within their relationship with that parent and like I feel like that like the effects of that too is like when that child grows up they may not know how to like like manage being in any type of relationship whether it's romantic or friendship or like one with their coworkers or their boss like it, it, it's just it's a dangerous um toxic trait that parents have and I feel like it has like a long-lasting effect on that child so that's what I put for my number six but what did you guys put for your number five? Um, number five, I, I feel like this is... Go ahead. Go ahead, you did. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's a little bit redundant because I had the expectations being too high and you guys both already mentioned that. But um, I put it higher than just the other ones that we talked about because I just think that it can lead to like more lasting damages than the other ones that we discussed previously because um, I think Troy and Rana, you guys both already made this point, but just the, this idea of like 
going in and being on your own and suddenly never feeling like you're good enough or making accomplishments and just not thinking that they're adequate just because you never got like validation from your parents that what you were doing was enough. Um, And that's not something that like I experienced personally or something like that, but I've seen other people and like my friends like go through that. And it's just like, it's really hard to tell them things and to tell them, hey, what you're doing is really good and what you're doing is really amazing when they never like got to hear that from their parents so like that scares me for like down the road like what their career is going to look like because it either leads to continuously doing things to try to seek validation or just becoming like that burnout child you know that just like stops doing everything because they never feel like it's good enough anyways so like I would say that that's like super toxic and kind of in the in the middle there right yeah yeah I agree with what you said Jaina like like I think we I think we saw some people like that in high school where they like they made excellent they made excellent sure. grades they're involved in all these different things like and they were good at what they do but like they not, like whenever like you would be like oh hey like congratulations whatever they'd be like eh, I could do better or eh, like what you know, like they like water down their yeah. accomplishments and like and like listen I'm not out here doing I'm not even on their level but like I just I just I see what they're doing and I think it's great but they never felt that sense of accomplishment for themselves so like I definitely agree with what you're saying how it could be really really dangerous down the road yeah um personally for my like number five uh I put inconsistent um parenting styles like between siblings and I only ranked it like that low because I thought like I thought I thought the other ones were kind of worse only because like personally I know my parents, like, parent me and my siblings differently, but I I kind of think that catering your parenting style to each individual child's personality is kind of, like, a good way to parent, honestly. Like, if you're parenting them differently based on, yeah, if you're parent, parenting them differently based on, like, their gender or, like, you know, that I don't think necess- is necessarily the right way to go about it. But, like, I know me and my sister, like, because she's more, like, wild, um my my parents have to have different conversations with her like than they'd ever have to have with me so I think personally I think that's kind of like I think it's it it's a slippery slope I think there's like a fine line that you can cross and then it gets to be too much but I do think like there are some positive sides to like being inconsistent with your parenting style right I think for for me for my number five I put being unapologetic um because my parents do not apologize to me or any of the rest of my siblings and like okay listen especially like black parents it's i'm not generalizing like everyone's black parent but like at least for my black parents like apologizing to your kids isn't really always the norm i don't know if that's the same for you guys but like i feel like it, it can be dangerous because it just shows that they're not that they're refusing to like own up to the wrongdoings that they did so they never choose to take accountability for anything, which that kind of sets an example for their kids to be like, okay, I don't have to take about accountability for anything when I get older. Cause like when I'm an adult, I can do whatever, like whatever I want to do and never have to answer to anybody. And it also causes like a lot of pain for the child because they never get the healing that they might need because their parent like didn't even want to acknowledge what they did. So like they go like the whole, like, well, I guess I'm just a bad mom or, you know, I guess I'm not, you know, I do all this around the house. I pay the bills. Middle, like, you know, like, <laughs> like that whole thing, right? Oh, terrible Literally. baby. So they, they baby. just decide never to apologize. So like the child always feels like their emotions aren't valid. Like they might feel like, oh, I'm just overreacting or whatever. So I think it like just because you're an adult doesn't mean that you don't mess up. 
like you do need to apologize to your kids and making them a plate of food is not an apology it is not an apology okay <laughs> it is not like say, like like you're grown you should know how to apologize so apologize to your kids that's that was my number five okay wait Raina, can i ask why it's like number five and not higher though because like i agreed with all of your points and i thought all of those points were like really bad which is why i put it super high so like i'm just kind of wondering why it's not higher. um i think for me like just like based off of my experience growing up like i didn't put it higher just because like there were other traits that i thought were worse but i think when a parent doesn't apologize i feel like the, the child just kind of doesn't expect it anymore like I think that's how it was for me like I didn't expect my parents to apologize Mm -hmm. to me anymore so it forced me to like let stuff go at an early age so it kind of forced me to like not hang on to things or try to let things go like they hurt your feelings okay you know they're not going to apologize for it so I just kind of move on so that's like why I ranked it more towards the middle because it kind of forced me to like get over things you know like not let people not let like what other people like say or how, like what they do towards you to like get the best of you, I guess. So that's kind of why I ranked it in the middle, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense because it's something that like you can actually overcome while like some other things seem like. Those yeah, exactly. Follow you forever, yeah. you know? Okay. So from my number four, I put like the inconsistency with treating, you know, your siblings differently and stuff like that. And honestly, after what Troy said, I feel like I should put it lower because it does absolutely make sense to like change your parenting style depending on who the child is because you do have to account for um, different personalities, different ages, and different genders and stuff. Yeah. But the reason why I put it kind of high is because I feel like it forces um, emotional maturity on kids when they don't necessarily need it, especially if you're like in an environment where you have like a brother or something like that and you're a girl. And you're seeing him not get the same treatment in the way that he has to, you know, go out and do things. He can go out and um, at night or like he can have like a longer curfew and stuff like that. And then you're like forced to see that from a young age and then suddenly have to understand and be hyper aware. Hey, men are going to get treated differently than women. And I can do this when he can't do that. And like, you know, that whole kind of thing like has to come into like such an early age and you like kind of have to, I don't know desensitize yourself and stuff right. like super early and I yeah. feel like that's harmful and it plays into the patriarchy and stigmas and all this kind of stuff but at the same time like it makes sense so like I don't know I feel like I put it too high now but well do yeah. you think you put it like in that specific like ranking because like I know like you don't like you don't have any brothers like you only have a sister so do you think that kind of had an effect on like where you ranked it um, with all these rankings, I tried not to think about myself too much because honestly, I don't think that a lot of these apply to my family situation. Only a few of them do. So I was trying to think more in the terms of, okay, let's see if I did have a brother or something like that. But I have also seen this specific trait, like be kind of harmful in our family as well. Just not to like the extent that I think it would be if we have like a, a brother involved or something like right. that, you know? But, like, I was thinking, like, okay, if it's happened when it's just me and my sister, people who have more siblings, a bigger age gap, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, for my, for my, my number four, I put gaslighting um, just because I feel like it kind of touched on, like, the being unapologetic. Like, if you're always gaslighting your kid, you're always, like, invalidating their emotions and their thoughts. So it kind of goes into the whole, like, they feel like what they say, like what they have to offer is never going to be good enough. Like you're always going to make them feel bad for 
for having an opinion on something. So that's kind of where I put it. I, I put it I, number four just because I feel like it's it's still dangerous because it can lead to so many other things. But I just feel like um, it kind of goes hand in hand with being unapologetic to your kid. So that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. For me, um, for my number four, I put having a superiority complex only because, like, I know <laughs> I know a lot of people, <laughs> um, myself included, like, who, like, have issues with authority because, like, their parents never let them, like, interact with them and, like, have adult conversations where, like, they don't necessarily agree or, like, anything you say is disrespectful and, like, all this stuff, like, oh, you have to respect authority, respect your elders, respect people who are older than you. But, like, the assumption, like, or, like, the, like, idea that being older means that, like, you're automatically, like, more intelligent or more well-versed about any given topic. Like, I think that's really toxic. And, like, personally, like, I literally cannot talk to, I cannot question authority figures without, like, crying or getting close (laughs) to crying because, because of, (laughs) because of, like, like that like that is like gonna be a really big problem for me when I go to like a workplace like I have to go to I have to go get I have to figure that out because that's like (laughs) that's like it's not it's it's so unhealthy and like the fact that like I love my parents and if my mom is listening to this I this is not about you (laughs) I'm just saying that I'm just saying like that like that whole idea like that someone who's older than you or in an authority like like they cannot be questioned they cannot be touched like there's nothing yeah. that can like stop them like there's no ceiling on like their authority like that like is harmful for kids i personally think especially like depending on their personality if they're like a more submissive person then it's gonna be way worse than like if they're like more of a like wild person like my sister because she's not affected by it at all but like i'm like quite affected so yeah yeah okay so for my number three I put being unapologetic and I feel like that is the action that comes from having a superiority complex yeah so that's why superiority complex was super low but the actual action of like adamantly being unapologetic about what you do is like worse to me so that's why I put it super high because it's just like one it's extremely frustrating because I think there's two things that it leads to it's either you don't know that what they're doing is wrong because they never apologize for it. So like, you're just like in your head thinking like, okay, this behavior is okay. Whether that may be like what they're telling you or like abuse or like anything like that. Or the other problem is, is that you know it's wrong, but then you have to suddenly be like emotionally mature enough to not accept or not to expect the apology, you know? And just like kind of keep going through knowing that like they're not going to admit to what they're doing is wrong. And I feel like this is like the ones that will like ruin your relationship with your parents because you're going to constantly think of okay this is what they did to me and they never like took accountability for it and like it'll never get resolved because they're never going to admit that they were in the wrong you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's like the kind of stuff that like follows you years down the road and like allows you to like not be able to share things with them so Mm -hmm. that's why I ranked it like really yeah I think that's a really good point I think for me, like, I put being unapologetic, like, lower on the list. But for my number three, I put attention-seeking slash, like, guilt-tripping your kid. Especially, like, like really heavy on the guilt-tripping part. I think when a child tries to speak up to you about something and you go into the whole, like, like I put food on the table. I put clothes on your backs. I, I pay the bills around <sighs> here. Number one, that's the bare minimum. Like, like, 
that's that's <laughs> that's your job as a parent like when you have a kid like it's your responsibility to make sure that they, that they don't starve to make sure that they have clothes on their backs to make sure that they like you know what i mean like it's your job to provide shelter and all those different things so taking those things which are the bare minimum might i add the bare minimum as a parent and using that <laughs> like, like using that as an excuse to again not own up to what you did or to not even like have that conversation with your kid like if they're trying to like explain to you about you know anything that's on their mind I think it's really toxic because it shows that it makes the kid feel like number one again that they're valid that their emotions aren't valid it makes the kid also feel like you're um as if you have like some type of resent towards them for having them in the first place like Mm -hmm. like like, oh like my mom always brings up that she does all these things for me and she's making me feel like I'm ungrateful. So maybe she's wishing that she never had me in the first place because she always complains about what she does for me. Da, da, da. So it makes the kid feel like they're unwanted in that family unit or whatever the case may be. So it's just, it leads to so many different things. And I think it's just super unhealthy. And it, it shows so much immaturity on the parents part. Like you can, like, if, like at your big age, you can't sit down and have a conversation with your kid about what's bothering them, especially when your kid comes to you in a mature manner in itself. I think it's just really... I think it's ugly, honestly. Like, <laughs> like it is. Like, stop, stop guilt tripping your kids. Like, do you expect them to be able to pay the bills at eight years old? No, they do not have a job. Like, do you expect them to like grovel on their knees and say thank you for making spaghetti for dinner? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's just spaghetti. It's just, like, like, like that should not be the parents' go-to phrase or whatever when your kid just wants to have a conversation with you. So that that's why I put it at my number three because it just, it's just so unhealthy it's just so unhealthy as a parent i think so yeah yeah i put that wait you said that was your number three right yeah my number three yeah i also had that as my number three like for most of the same reasons as you and like on the like you know about the like attention seeking part it's like it's it's like your parent like i feel like my parents are like in a constant like battle for like my, me and my siblings affection or something like it's almost like yes. it's like one of them will do something and then like they'll be like, well, your dad didn't do this or your mom didn't do this for you or whatever. You know, it's kind of like, it's like, I, uh, it's like, what do you want me to say? Right. Like, what do you, what do you, what would you like for me to say? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, I, uh, I, I don't like, I think this was pretty high up because like all the stuff you were talking about, like it definitely does make you feel like a burden, like in the family I speak personal experience like I literally will mom if you're listening I'm so sorry I will literally go like (laughs) anywhere I I will go like uh, sometimes like I will not ask my mom for anything until it's like the last possible option because I don't want her to feel like I'm taking advantage of her like I'm just using her for her money and like or like I'm doing this or I'm doing this like I don't understand like why she thinks that I would do that to her but then like she'll like bring it up all the time like no matter what we're talking about it'll be like I'll be like I'm having a bad day and she'll be like well I went to work I'm like (laughs) ma'am ma'am I'm so I'm like I know you have a hard job and like I understand but like I can have a struggle or like a problem and then like it cannot be in any way correlated to like me being ungrateful to you or the things that you're doing and like going through and like I'm sympathetic to that but like as a child like I expect you to kind of be sympathetic to mine too and not invalidate it so like that invalidation like that's the kind of stuff that like makes you bottle things up for your entire life and then like you have to go to therapy and like talk to some like grown grown person in their office and you're a grown person and you're like still going back thinking about things and 
like things your parents said to you or like a bad day you had like years back that you just never got to talk about because you couldn't be vocal with your parents so right and, and kind of going off what Troy said like the second part of that trait was like being attention seeking slash guilt tripping so I feel like for the attention seeking part I, I think um that's also like super toxic because espe- okay especially for for parents who like they never like amounted to what they wanted to be like they didn't get the dream job that they had they didn't get the, the house that they wanted mm. so like they're in a current state where like they're not happy where they are like financially career-wise whatever and they have a child who's like you know making straight A's like their their varsity soccer team their captain of this they have all these awards so now the parent is jealous of the child so that the parent tries to do things to like, get attention for them so <laughs> like that's not something that I personally relate to but I why are you describing my situation <laughs> Do you want to touch on this, Jaina? <laughs> no. Go ahead, Jaina. Go not ahead. Before. We need firsthand input. Cannot... It is number two on my list because I cannot stress enough how frustrating <laughs> <laughs> literally just occurred as well. So it's like it, it it creates this kind of like pitting against like the two parents as well. Like, where you kind of, like, have to choose one because you'll do one thing for one parent, like, like show <laughs> accomplishment, let's say, <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> and I was like, why did not I get <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it's just, it's frustrating because it makes you, like, second guess every decision I think Troy you touched on this too and then so it suddenly becomes like okay is it like worth sharing like do I even say something yeah and then it also like I think it reverses the roles between like parent and child too because I think it's it's like the parent's responsibility to be caring about like the child's um you know their attitudes and their mental stability and that kind of stuff but then it's suddenly like okay now the child's responsible for thinking how are they going to react? How are they going to perceive the situation and stuff? And it's like, it shouldn't be like that. Like, you should be comfortable to say anything, especially your accomplishments and, like, especially what you're doing well. So, like, just the fact that it reverses those roles and makes you, like, on your guard for everything. I just... Yeah. I hate it so yeah. much. That's why yeah. it's very high. And not only that, but, like, that's why it's so important for... Okay, specifically... Okay, if you are a parent, I hope you're listening. That's why I think it's so important that as a parent, you go to therapy before you decide to have children because you don't know what type of trauma you dealt with as a kid that still affects you at, like as you're into like your adulthood. So go get the healing that you need before you decide to have kids because you're going to pass that same trauma on to them and it's just going to like repeat the cycle. So like, like before you decide to have kids, make sure that you're in the right mental state to even be a parent in the first place. I think that's just so important, especially within the Black community because like people like to discourage therapy like for so many different reasons, but like I think it's really needed. So, like, get go to therapy before you have kids. Like, that's just my two cents on that. Um, but yeah, that's very yeah. true. And sorry, I just I think that plays a role in the guilt tripping too, because they're like the first to say, "Well, I grew up on a plantation, <laughs> <laughs> not a plantation, not the plantation. <laughs> I grew up in the Congo's and that. Like, okay." <laughs> Do you want me to undergo your same childhood drama? Right. Like, like, like you should want. That's the thing. Like, you should want better for your kids. Like, you should. Exactly. Like, you grew up in not the same circumstance, right? 
but then you should want to provide a better life for your child so they don't have to go through the same thing you went through. Like, I don't know why parents want to see their kids struggle like they did. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I agree 100%. They definitely need to go to therapy. For sure. Because I'm like, you need outside perspective on, like, the, like, why you are the way that you are and what your parents did wrong that have made you the way that you are, like, just because you turned out, like, and you're not in a mental hospital doesn't mean you shouldn't be in one. <laughs> like, just because you're not there right now doesn't mean that you don't need to go. So, so, <laughs> so yeah, like. No, I agree. I agree. Okay, so. Okay, what do you guys have your okay, number yeah, two? For, for my number two, I put being too lenient. And. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, here's, here's the reason why it's really high on my list. I think being too lenient is way worse than being too strict. Because that you're, you're giving your kids no boundaries at all when they're little, right? So it gives them the freedom to do whatever they want, and they don't expect to come home to any repercussions. This means that because you aren't disciplining your kids, the world is going to eventually discipline your kids. So they could get in trouble with the law, they can go to jail, they can serve time, they could get killed. Like, you, like if you don't discipline your kids and set boundaries with them, it's going to force society to do that for them, and they're going to have, like, far higher repercussions. Like, I'm, I'm seeing this now with, like, kids who, kids that we went to high school with, like, their parents just didn't care about whatever they did. Like they could do whatever they want and it's going to catch up to them sooner, like sooner or later that they're going to, you know, not know how to do things for themselves. Like basic, like living life skills that they're not going to know how to do. Like they don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to be self-sufficient. They don't know how to talk to people in authority. They don't know how to make, they don't know how to think for themselves or make decisions for themselves because their parents never taught them to. So I think being too lenient, it it puts your child in a position to grow up and not have and not know how to set boundaries for themselves because you never did that for them. And I think it can like it can just go to like certain levels of extreme. So that that's why I put it that far up on my list. And especially with all of us being in college, like we see so many kids on these college campuses who are just like completely off the walls because their parents basically let them do that when they were in high school when they were in middle school whatever so that's kind of why i put it so high up on my list because it can just go to like to just high levels of extreme yeah personally like i totally i under i understand what you're saying and like i agree with most of your points like i put it lower only because like i think that like your kid's really gonna be who they are regardless of like how you parent them like i think like how you parent them has a plays a role in like the trauma you inflict or like the way that they handle things like the like the ideas and like um ideologies they pick up but like I think like parenting I think people put a lot of like pressure on parenting I think like you play a big role in who your kids are but you don't play like a complete role so like if your kid is reserved by nature and then you're super lenient with them they're not gonna go like they're not gonna go be bouncing off the walls but like if you can't adjust your parenting style to help them be like the best version of version of themselves then like the lean like being too lenient can actually be detrimental to like them growing up like as a person so yeah yeah but yeah i put just to expand on that i put the leniency pretty low because like um i think it also has the power to be like a positive trait also because like um my dad talked about this a lot with his parents because they weren't lenient or they were super lenient with him is what he was saying. And like, they let him decide what he wanted to do with his career and move where he wanted to move and that kind of stuff. And he always tells that to us to like, do what you want to do. And then you'll end up finding yourselves and making the decisions that you want to make. And so like, 
I think it has the ability to make you very self-sufficient in doing things um, for yourself in the way that you want to do them and making you more independent. So, like, I absolutely understand the point of how too much leniency can make you go off and do these things and run off a tangent and, like, be super detrimental to your life. But at the same time, I think that a hands-off approach is also good in the sense that it allows your child to actually find themselves and do things for themselves so they're not, like, constantly getting fed like you know a little silver spoon and like getting told how to do everything yeah so, I, I see both ends yeah I, I see what you guys are saying i think there just needs to be a balance like you can't you like you yeah, can't be absolutely. super lenient but you can't be super straight like you got to find some type of like common ground so that it's a healthy environment healthy. i think when i like when i say too lenient i mean like like you just never ever disciplined your kids you never um like they 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 can just kind of do whatever they want, say whatever they want, go wherever they want without ever explanation. They're never they're never held accountable for anything. So I think their like structure is needed when parenting, but like having too strict of a structure is going to force your kid to suffocate and not know how to think for themselves. So like kind of what you guys are saying, like it like being having like a hands off approach can have positive benefits. I just think that it's important to find a balance between that so that your kids can still be themselves and make decisions for themselves but also like know how to think for themselves they don't like get themselves into a so like into a situation where like they can't get themselves out of you know what i mean yeah yeah okay what do you have is your number two uh i had gaslighting as my number two only because like like emotionally manipulating your kids is just like so like it doesn't even it doesn't even seem like, like you should be able to do that if you're a parent and like you love your kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why? I don't understand why yeah. you would be so, like your own like your own perception of like how you see the world and stuff is like so like fragile that they have to assimilate to it or else like there is no other path. Right. So like, I think like, I put I put that pretty high because like like downplaying people's like emotions and stuff is like especially. Like, okay, everyone on, like, social media is always talking about, like, oh, like, he get ga- like, they're talking about, like, relationships, like, oh, he gaslighted me, da 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 and, like, they'll be in a relationship for, like, one year, and then they're like, oh, I have to go to therapy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, gaslighting someone for their entire childhood, like, you are 18, mm-hmm. you have been through 18 years of gaslighting because, like, your parent is just manipula- uh, manipulative, that's, like, I feel like that is the kind of thing, like, that kind of like pushes someone like over like either like they're like it puts so much pressure on them that either they're gonna like snap or they're gonna like be like super amazing but never talk to their parents again like I feel like those are the only two options with that so yeah I put that pretty high because of that yeah okay I had gaslighting as my number one because yeah because I see that as one that is like absolutely like unjustifiable And it's the only one that I think, like, actively attacks your child because, like, every Mm -hmm. other one can be kind of, like, oh, it's a parenting style or it has its reasons or whatever, but, like, constantly, like, not just, or constantly not validating your child's feelings or their actions and stuff like that just seems, like, villainous, honestly. (laughs) It's, it's, like, really toxic. (laughs) It's really toxic. I don't see, I, I can't see, like, anything being being worse than doing that and then exactly like Troy said like that stuff that perpetuates in your future absolutely and just 
I, I don't see how you can recover from a relationship with your parents when they constantly are attacking you and never like letting your emotions and actions be validated yeah yeah I think for me like for, for my number one I put um being inconsistent with how you parent your kids like treat your kids differently by like gender age and that's just based off of personal experience like I've told you guys this before but I think particularly in black households black mothers they raise their daughters but they always love their sons and I see that in my household like the way that um my mother would treat me and my sisters is different than how she treats my brother like I feel like sometimes he gets more leeway he gets away with more things he gets more grace he gets um sometimes just just like more than what we would have gotten and I feel like for me like that that's that's had an effect on me because it it affects the way I see um myself um I think when you treat your like I I get you need to treat you need to parent your kids based off of their personalities their characters whatever right like you need to cater to that to your kid but I'm talking more about when it's like general things that like you need to there's certain things that you need to um put onto all of your kids regardless of their age personality whatever um, but there's certain non-negotiables. So I feel like when you decide to give one child um, more leniency, more grace, uh, or, or give them more, more praise, more, like, just anything like that, it's going to cause resent for that sibling who didn't get that to resent the other sibling or to even resent the parent. Um, and it's just, it, it makes them feel inadequate or, like, there's something wrong with them. Um, so I, I just know for me, like, there's like there's just a difference in how my brother got treated and how the rest of us got treated like he can get away with more things he can talk to them a certain way that I know I can never get away with doing um just things like that so I think I put that the highest on the list because it can cause resent between like that whole entire party like towards the parent and towards the sibling um and I feel like that's something that can kind of follow them into their adulthood um I just think it's super toxic and just favoring one child over the over another is never okay. So that's kind of why I put it that high on my list. It's my number one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I totally get where you're coming from. Like, I I put um I put uh inconsistency like kind of low on my list only because like um I mean I do have a brother so I do recognize and like see how like my parents treat him, but I do think like that they do. Like, they do treat him differently, but, like, his personality, like, requires him to be treated differently. Like, regardless of him being a boy, like, I think, like, he just needs, like, a different type of parenting in order to, like, actually, like, understand, like, right from wrong and, like, you know, like, just general things. So, yeah, but I definitely get what you mean because, like, I feel like if I had an older brother, it's different probably than having a younger brother. But, like, knowing that, like, I don't know. I don't really know. But, yeah, I, I get what you're coming from. But for not, for my number one, I put being unapologetic only because, like, I feel like your parents, like, I feel like parents are always going to have flaws. Like, no matter what, like, I bet, like, everyone's parents will check at least one box on this list. Like, I feel like it's pretty general. Like, everyone, every, like, there's no way for someone to parent someone perfectly or be a perfect parent. But I think, like, being unapologetic is worse than, like, everything on the list only because it means, like, that if they do any of these things on the list, they're just going to, like, brush it off and not say anything about yeah. it. Like, if, 
if like mm-hmm. if my parents were like if if my parents acknowledged that like the things that they did or like things that they said were wrong even if they were like if they were gaslighting me and they came back and they're like hey like I'm so sorry like that was not right I'm sorry like I was just having a bad day or it was a, it was an off day like I feel like that would be really fulfilling like even though like the damage is done from the gaslighting it's kind of like reversed or at least taken away some of it yeah. from like just the apology or like knowing that they recognize that it's wrong and they're going to actively try to fix it so I think like a parent like a person who's in a position of power always needs to be able to swallow their pride and apologize like you shouldn't be in a position of power if you cannot you can't do that so I think being unapologetic if you cannot apologize for your actions you really should not have kids like you (laughs) should you should be be banned from having children because you're like just like you guys were talking about you're basically like you're not they don't understand like your kids are not understanding that what you're doing is wrong and they're not understanding how to stick up for themselves when they see something that's wrong or if someone says something that makes them feel bad then they just go to school and they go into their life and they just don't know how to say no or call things into question unless they go get like therapy and then you know you even if you come home and you're like seeking like you're seeking um like what's the thing called i don't know like you're you're trying to like repair your relationship with your parents and you're like hey when i was younger like these things you did to me were bad and they're like well i'm a parent so i had to do those things (laughs) like you like you you literally like that that will that will end the relationship that will cut it off right then so i think being unapologetic is the worst and kind of going off what you said troy i feel like not only being unapologetic but you can apologize all you want but if i don't see any changed behavior or any changed action that's even i would argue that sometimes that can be even worse because you're apologizing to me but you still keep doing the same thing over and over again so i feel like if you're going to apologize to your kid you also need to show some change behavior. Like you can't just apologize and then continue to gaslight them or continue to like do whatever, any of those toxic traits. So showing a change behavior is that goes hand in hand with an apology. And also with an apology, that is not the, like when you apologize to someone, that is not the time to defend yourself at all. Mm-hmm. Like that is the time where yeah, you acknowledge your feelings, you acknowledge what you did was wrong. And then you say, I will never do it again. So that is not a time to be like, well, I'm sorry I did this, but you have to understand that, you know, I was just having a bad day and I had a hard time at work, so you can't expect, no. Like, you don't get to defend yourself. That's not the time. You own it to what you did. You apologize and you show change behavior. So all those things kind of go into showing a genuine apology. So I think that's also needed if you're going to apologize to your kid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that too. And I found being unapologetic to be a pretty toxic trait also because I had that as my number three. But the reason why I didn't put it any higher is because like I did have situations or instances where I could think where being unapologetic is like acceptable and I'm putting air quotes around acceptable. Um, Because just like if you think about certain cultures, I like especially consider like my dad again because he's um, Senegalese and a lot of African countries are like this too where parents are super, super high on, like, the hierarchy scale and kids are here. So you would never hear a parent apologizing for their action. It's just if your parent says to do something, you do it. If your parent disciplines you a certain way, then that's how they discipline you because they're higher than than children, and that's just, like, the norm. And if you have parents that aren't toxic or aren't abusive, that should be fine to not have. Like, obviously, they're going to make mistakes that they should I guess apologize for but it's not going to be like this 
detrimental thing that destroys your relationship because you know I've seen that with my dad and like with other people that have parents like that and they turn out just you know absolutely fine you know so like I feel like as long as that hierarchy is established and your understanding of it and you have a good relationship with your parents if they're unapologetic it's not like the end of the world but I feel like gaslighting and um and what was it my number two was that attention seeking and guilt tripping is like unexcusable yeah like I can't think of any <laughs> any reason to permit it yeah yeah I get what you're saying but I think that's why it's so important to have these conversations like no like kind of sharing our thoughts on like how our parents parented us now that affected us like having this conversations kind of puts us in a better position to that if we want to have kids when we get older we know what not to do and what to do more of and things like that so and I, I think like with this generation in general people are starting to kind of be more um, just like opening up about what was toxic from their childhood and like calling out like what was wrong so that they know what to do if they decide to have kids. So um, that's why like, I think it's always important to have, it's um, always important to have, you know, but yeah. 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 Well guys, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. This is a, a different type of episode that we did. So we hope that you all enjoyed it. Um, and again, my name is Reina. I'm Troy. I'm and this was an episode of QDT. Bye.